Hello and welcome to the Wedding Guide Podcast. I'm your host, Pete the Celebrant, and today we are sponsored by Easy Weddings. Easy Weddings helps thousands of couples nail their big day every year. With their award-winning directory and mobile apps, you can find and book top-rated wedding suppliers, stay on track with their planning tools, or for a more hands-off approach, work with a wedding planner to save you time and money. And the best thing, it's free. Jump onto easyweddings.com.au to start your stress-free journey up the aisle today. Joining us for the episode is Caroline Linares from the Flower District. Caroline runs her own business from her home studio and specializes in weddings and event flowers. She shares with us her process with couples, how they pick their arrangements, and she offers some great advice. Allow me to introduce you to the amazing Caroline Linares. Well, hello and welcome to another episode of the Wedding Guide podcast. And today we have with us Caroline Linares. Caroline, how are you? <laughs> yeah, I'm very good. How are you? <laughs> I'm very good. Thank you. I'm very good. And I'm excited to talk to you because uh, I won't say as a male, I will say as an individual, when it comes to flowers, I have no idea. Probably very similar as it when it comes to wedding dresses. I have no idea. So I'm excited to learn and I'm excited for others to learn as well. But before we get into that, tell us about yourself, what you do. Tell us then we'll go into the flower district, your business, but tell us about yourself. So I am a wedding florist. I do weddings and events, but mostly weddings or, you know, bigger events. As I was saying before, if you have like a huge, like first birthday with like 500 people, I will probably do the flowers. So (laughs) the bigger the event, the better for me, I think. But I started my business about three-ish years ago. Um, I was doing floristry on the side just as like a creative outlet. And I did it for like two or three years and I would just like every Wednesday, like go to my little class. And then I thought I could probably make a business out of this. So then I did. (laughs) That's awesome. Yeah. I originally started with a different business name, but I didn't love it. So then I named it the flower district after the place in New York that my husband and I had our first dates. That's so romantic. That's beautiful. (laughs) How long have you been married? About three and a half-ish years. About that, three and a half. Okay. Did you meet over in the US? Yeah, yeah. We met over in the US. I, oh, this story is so embarrassing. I was on holiday and he worked at the hotel that I stayed in. Oh, wow. That is embarrassing. (laughs) No, that's great. That's really great. There you go. So you went to, do you say it was a restaurant called the Flower District? No, it's an area. So in New York, their flower market is called the Flower District. And you go there and you get all your flowers. Were you doing this part-time already, your flower business? Uh, No. So I started doing that about four-ish years ago just as a hobby. And then, it sounds mean to say, but when I had my wedding, I obviously really loved flowers. I'd already been doing flowers just as a hobby for a few years. And then I got my wedding flowers and I hated them. Oh, 
That sucks. Yeah. So yeah, I know. <laughs> I, I won't and ask I, then who did your flowers. No, no. <laughs> and it was obviously it's in every photo and I was really specific about what I wanted and they were just like the different color and they weren't exactly what I wanted. So that's when I thought, Oh, I really would like to do this as a business. Cause I don't want anyone else to feel on their wedding day, how I felt. Mm. So I, that's one of the things that I try to do. I really try to get to know the couples that I work with to make sure that it is exactly what they want for their day. Yeah, definitely. And I think that's a really important process mm-hmm. is actually building that relationship with the couples uh, mm-hmm. I felt the same for myself. I need to get to know my couples because I need to not act as if I'm their best mate, but I want it to come across that way. I want it to come across as if I know them so well, you know, we not using the same jokes, but how I talk, I want it to come across as I'm just part of their friendship group. Yeah. So, no, I, it, yeah. I think it's really important for vendors to get to know their couples because at the end of the day, like it's one of the most important days of their life. So we need to make sure that we don't stuff it up. (laughs) Yep. I agree. And I think that plays into the, I guess what is called the wedding myth. I've heard a few times being used with when it comes to price. And I know Easy Weddings mentions Mm -hmm. this. I think Lucy mentioned this from Easy Weddings last episode uh, or episode 20. She said that sometimes people think you mention the word weddings and just write an extra zero on, but when it comes to weddings, there's so much extra care that goes into it that that's essentially needs to be reflected in price and the value that's placed on it. Oh, totally. Especially with events. I feel like if it's an event, um, let's just say it's an empty space and you just need to do a couple of table centerpieces for an engagement. That's very different to doing like a 100 person wedding where you have to do an arbor and a bouquet and this and that, because you might have to do a walkthrough of a venue that you wouldn't necessarily do for a birthday or an engagement. Mm. So sometimes there's so much more time and effort that goes into it. Tell us about the flower district. Do you have a, a shop? Are you working from your home garage? How did this work? <laughs> so I have a home studio, which is nice. pretty much just a garage. But <laughs> cool. Yeah, so I work from home. So it's not a shop front or anything. That's a little bit different. Um, and I only do weddings or events. So I don't do deliveries for birthdays or things like that. I When I first started the business, I tried to, but it was just too much of a headache. Sure. So the way that it works is that I order flowers and then they come to me or I pick them up. And then I do everything from my home studio. I like that. It sounds very boutique in terms of it's very focused on weddings and yeah. events only. Cool. It is. <laughs> so tell us about your process with couples. So my process can take a very long time. Well, I feel like especially with this year, I've been with the same couples now. <laughs> and you would feel the same. Yeah. I've been with the same couples for about two years. But usually in a normal year... Um, most people contact me, I would say between nine months to a year before their wedding. Yep. Sometimes sooner, the soonest I've had is three weeks, but let's not do that. But (laughs) (laughs) it's usually nine months to a year and people will email me and other than me, unless they come through a stylist, because I work with a few stylists, unless they come through a stylist, I will get an email that will say something like, hi, I'm getting married in the summer and I need flowers and I have no idea what I want. So that's usually what what the email will say. And then I'll respond. And in non-COVID times, I will meet up with them or we can have a phone chat or a Zoom. And the first question that I always ask my couples is, 
how do you want to feel on your wedding day and what do you want the vibe of the day to be? Mm. Because I feel that through flowers and really all decor, it can really um, change the way that your day is like perceived, like the, you know, the energy that your day has. Yeah. So once we get that out of the way, we can then talk about things like colors and specific types of arrangements and things like that. So once we have a general idea, then the money stuff happens. So mm. that's when I quote and all that. But usually with flowers and let's just say for a wedding, I won't usually confirm anything to everything till about six months before. So people pay deposit, sorry, and then six weeks, not six months, six, six weeks, weeks before. Yep. Yep. I reach out to the couple again and say, hey, when we chat, when we had that chat, you guys wanted this, this and this, has anything changed? If not, then we lock it in and I do my flower order about four weeks before the date. So that gives me enough time to uh, order everything and make sure that I get everything. Because sometimes yeah. a lot of um, flowers can come from overseas. So I need to make sure that I get those orders in with time. Flowers come in from overseas? Yes, they do. Some flowers do come from South America, from Asia, from, from different places. Some florists um, don't use imported flowers, but I do. Wow. I didn't even know that that yeah. was a thing. Yeah. Yeah, it totally is. These are imported. Some of the, most of the roses that you see on Instagram, like the big juicy ones are imported. Um, yeah, they come on airplanes. Wow. <laughs> yes. Very fancy. <laughs> the flower industry is definitely just, just my eyes has opened up a little bit. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes cause it's not locally available. And if um, a couple really want that type of flower, it's, imported hmm so you lock things in four weeks before yep so yeah. i lock things in four weeks before and then about a week before i'll send through things like how to put on a buttonhole because <laughs> that, that can get a little bit confusing on the day yes. um and then we'll confirm drop-off time so usually how it works is i wouldn't get the couple to pick up flowers from my studio um i would drop it off the morning of and usually before the photographer gets there so they can get all the photos of getting the corsages pinned on and getting ready and all that you want to get the most out of your photos because your flowers are going to be in every single one of your photos so yeah i like to be there before the photographer gets there and then after the drop-off in the morning, it's usually in the morning, I'll go and do the flowers at the venue. Cool. Yep, drop off the couples, then do the venue. And does that involve, because obviously the, uh, the, the, cross, the crossages, the, the button, mm -hmm. you're going to have to help me out because I can't even think of all the The buttonholes. Is that the yeah, buttonholes, the, <laughs> yeah. um, the bouquet? Okay. These things are done before and they are essentially delivered on the day in the morning of. Yes. Now mm -hmm. I've seen different florists and different setups be done at different venues. Yes. For ones at Arbors, are some are they normally pre-arranged? Are they built on site? Does it change? Depending? Yeah. So um, I use fresh flowers. So all the fresh flowers are just done on site. So if it's, backtracking for a second if it's yep. something like uh buttonholes i will make that in the morning sometimes i make the bouquets the night before but i don't like to i usually just get up really early in the morning and do that okay. and then i'll just fill up the car oh, so i'll drop those off and then if i have venue flowers sometimes the centerpieces if they're in water um can be made earlier 
So I just pop those on the tables and then I will build whatever needs to be built like arbors and all that on the spot with a ladder. <laughs> wow. Do you get help with any of that? I have gotten help, but usually it's just me bossing around my husband and telling him to get things out of the car. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> so you guys, look, it's a nice way to spend, you know, part of the Saturday or the Sunday together. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. So he's usually like my little minion. Cool. Did he know he was getting into this? <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> not at not all. At all. <laughs> so I would be one of those couples coming to you and mm-hmm. saying, I have no idea. Yeah. How do you help couples who come in the same and they're like, I don't know anything about flowers. I don't know what to ask about them. All I know mm-hmm. is we need them. How do you help those couples? Okay. <laughs> so usually I will send while we're talking, I'll send some stuff to the couples with a list of basic things that they will need. So for example, with the buttonholes, some couples don't realize that it's very traditional for the parents and the siblings to wear buttonholes. So that's something that we have a chat about. Then once we've chatted about what they need, we kind of talk about their vibe for the day. So usually the flowers will tie in. If they have a wedding party, it might tie into those colors. Mm. So I will get them to tell me what colors they like and then the style. So is it like prim and proper? Is it a little bit more asymmetrical? Is it a bit more, you know, like farm style or whatever? So they need to figure out what type of style they want. And then I do all the flower choices usually. So unless a couple come through a stylist who has a very specific vision, I pretty much just say, if I were you, this is what I would do in your season. Yep. Yep. Yeah, and I make up a mood board and send it through. Yeah, nice. How yeah. I'm sorry if this is a silly question. How important no. is it to pick flowers seasonally now that there's, you know, you can get fruit from Indian flowers all over from the world yeah. and all that? Like, how much does that play an impact on the dates? Well, I feel like just from like a. I don't know the word, just from like a conservation point of view, mm. it's probably not ideal to be importing truckloads and truckloads of flowers. Sure. So you kind of do want it to be local so that not only are you are supporting local farmers, but yep. you're making sure that it's super fresh and it's super beautiful and they're um, from Australia. Yeah. I guess you wouldn't want to order flowers from Mexico and they arrive and they look horrible. <laughs> it's like, well, we can't really order them again. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. But in terms of the overall look, if couples come to me and say, look, we don't want to use imported, we just want to use local, then that's something that we can do. Cool. Yeah. And look, I love that. I think we're in, I think in Australia, we're very big on trying to support local. And yeah. uh, I think in particular during COVID, it's really opened up Yes. how significant um, s- small and local businesses are. Yeah. So with flowers, you help couples arrange, Mm -hmm. you point things out. So what are some of the things you send to couples? You send them a few things you've mentioned just in the process. Yeah. So in what it looks like is what my process looks like is I will email them. So after we have a chat, uh, the usual thing that couples always want first, and I don't blame them because I find that if you don't know much about a product, the first thing that you're going to ask is how much does it cost? Sure. Yeah. So yeah. So I'll send my process through with a quote and yep. then usually couples will come back to me and we'll have a chat about exactly what I quoted. So 
some people quote all in one price, whereas I individualize every item and say, look, this is how much I gave you everything you wanted. This yep. is how much it would cost. If you're budget conscious, let's have a chat. And then I will say to them, look, if this was my wedding, this is what I would cut or this is what I would change. Okay. So yeah, usually it's a quote. And then yep. after that, all locked in then as the months go by then i'll send them little things like you know how to preserve your bouquet or how to put on a buttonhole the morning of and things like that very cool look i think particularly <laughs> knowing how to put the buttonhole uh, flower is important <laughs> i have been asked to do it a few times and i probably have about a I'd say three out of four success rate. Sometimes there's someone that's like, <laughs> I don't know how to do this. And I have to search for the, the venue manager because yeah. <laughs> they normally know exactly how to do it. That's why they're paid. The that's big funny. Bucks. And you, I always um, give an extra one for the groom and an extra one for the wedding party. Cause I find yeah. that they just break. Like the, you guys are so rough with them. They just like split yeah. in half. So I always chuck a few extra in there too. <laughs> that is very generous and very wise. So I like that. <laughs> Throughout all these you've been doing this, mm-hmm. what do you wish couples knew? Um, I think how much time and effort, and look, this is not like a grievance. Obviously, everyone puts time and effort into their work. However, I just wished, A, they knew how expensive flowers were, yeah. like wholesale. And I wish they knew just how like physically, how exhausting it is. Mm. So I feel like couples seem to think when they're coming to a florist that they're paying for the flowers, which obviously they are, but they're, they're also paying for the service of arranging them and putting them together, which yeah. kind of gets uh, not noticed sometimes. So when we get the flowers, they look like what they would look like if you just went and grabbed a branch and pulled it off a tree. Sure. So they're not like, you know, all the crappy leaves are still on all the petals that are all mushed and stuff are still on. So we have to make it so that it looks beautiful. So before your wedding day, there's probably about in terms of working with the flowers, there's probably about eight hours that goes into a a normal wedding. Yeah. Eight to 10 hours because you've got to prep everything and then you haven't even made anything yet. So you pick it up, you prep, and then a few days before, say one day before the wedding is when you actually make everything. So I wish they knew how much effort it took, which will explain why flowers are costly. Like I'm not going to lie, flowers, wedding flowers are expensive. Yep, yep. Yeah, and look, as you mentioned, there's a big labor behind that. So, and that's all the stuff that goes on behind the scenes, all the unseen things. So yeah, I hear that. And it is, it is, yeah. Sorry. I was going to, no, I was going to say before I started, like when I was just doing it as a hobby, I remember because I went to a few different like flower schools and things like that. And I remember thinking, wow, these are like really expensive lessons. Like he's like $200 for like a one hour lesson. Wow. But now that I'm buying flowers, I realize that's the majority of the expense. So Mm. like behind me, I have these orchids, six stems for me to buy is like $165. Right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> like six individual stems. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So, cause I, I am paying for the people on the other end to pick the flowers and process yeah. them and send them to me. So it's like, it's a long line of people. Okay. Are those just for your pure enjoyment or are those going to a wedding? Well, <laughs> oh. um, no, they're more just for my enjoyment. Yeah. <laughs> hey, they look beautiful. They look great. Yeah. <laughs> How long will they last? I had it, uh, probably about three to four weeks. 
oh wow okay yeah so we're not yeah. talking like one week of that was no, nice no, no. though yeah okay cool yeah probably about a month yeah these last ages yeah great <laughs> what is your best advice for couples okay i could talk about this for like half an hour I think my best advice overall for couples is before you go spending any money. And I know it's kind of hard to talk about money when you're a wedding vendor, because you know, you don't want couples to think it's all about money, but weddings are expensive. And yep. I feel like a lot of couples come to me without knowing the vision of their day before mm. they start. And I did this too. Like ugh, when I got married, I was like a mess. I had a million ideas. So I think the best thing to do is to sit down with your partner and say, how do we want to feel on our day? How do we want our guests to feel? And what type of day do we want it to be? Because mm -hmm. I feel like a lot of, and COVID kind of exposed this for a lot of people. A lot of people were having these huge weddings, but in reality they didn't. So COVID mm. was a good excuse to cut down. Yep. So I think you need to think about what type of wedding you want to have and then keep that at the forefront of your mind when making any sort of, wedding decisions because the, the saddest thing for me to see is when people go and they spend all this money and then when they get to the things that they really value so for example the decor or the yeah the decor of their venue then they don't have enough money for that because they've spent mm. renting like five thousand dollar cars for the day that they don't really care about. They just did it because that's what their cousins did or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So I feel like people need to know what they want from their big day and remember that when they reach out to their wedding suppliers. Very so nice. that would be one piece of advice. <laughs> Do you have another? You can share another. Uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> I think um, another piece of advice is probably not to get too overwhelmed with the small details. Mm. Um, I feel that a lot of this mostly happens with brides, but it happens with all couples, but mostly with brides, they will come to me and they'll say, Oh, I want to make sure, which is fine. But they'll say things like, I want to make sure that, uh, the stems of my flowers are wrapped in silk and it needs to match my dress. Exactly. Like it needs to be the exact right tone of my dress. When in reality, no one's going to see the ribbon on your flowers. Mm. You know, so I find that sometimes the Instagram perfection can get a little bit too, um, can be a little bit too much pressure for some people. Sure. So even unless you really enjoy it, let your wedding suppliers take care of the smaller details because we know what we're doing. Oh, yeah. I like that. <laughs> yeah. Great. And I'm sure you get it too with um, like uh, as a wedding celebrant, you would, all the pressure's on you. <laughs> yeah, like it's, I share, so I you know, meet with my couples and we go, we meet for at least an hour and a half to two hours. And we're just going over mm -hmm. the story. Cause I, oh, we do the paperwork as well in that one. Yeah. But it gives me that, you know, as I mentioned before, that opportunity to get to know them, to see how they interact. Cause it's more than their story. I want to see, you know, do they dig at each other? You know, are they, are they very, do they sit <laughs> really close and are they really touchy or are they like sitting apart? And it's like, just, you know, someone will say something really nice and like, oh my gosh, that's the nicest thing you've ever said. And it's just getting an idea of like, how do they interact as a couple? Because um, some yeah. people are a bit more mushy and then others are just a bit more like, <laughs> we're down to just do business and just, you know, we're not, not PDAs and that's totally fine. Yeah. And through that, it's, I like to reveal the story that I prepare for them and sort of what they share with me, how I see them interacting. 
Um, but I think it definitely comes, and I think a big thing that comes from a lot of vendors is this uh, trust your vendors, trust me. Yeah. And I, I think I try to convey that to my couples as well. And I say to them, hey, I'm yeah. going to show you what I plan to say, but how I plan to, like how I say that will be different because I'm not going mm. to read it on the day because that would be completely boring. I'm going to <laughs> essentially perform your story without dancing and all that. I'm going to- I was going to say interpreting. Yeah, yeah. interpreting. Um, now we know five <laughs> minutes, we're going to play this song. Um, but it's purely for me to, I do my best to memorize their story and share yeah. it as if it's off the cuff. But for me, there's so much planning in the background with just yeah. understanding my delivery of even just delivery of this sort of this one, one line to make sure that I just hammer home this proposal story for them. Cause it's about yeah. the experience of couples uh, and yeah. their audio guests as well, hearing their yeah. story. So That's what I try to bring. But that, so that definitely comes with a trust me to do this. Like, yeah. like, yes, we'll get all the little bits right. And I want to make sure that they're comfortable with what will be said, but how mm-hmm. it's said, that's, that's the trust part. Yeah. See, it's like you're emotionally, yeah, they have to trust you emotionally. They have to trust my vision. <laughs> yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, definitely. Mm. And I think that like, while that was a horrible experience for you to have uh, wedding flowers that you didn't quite like and think were great, at least that experience now has given you that drive yeah. to help other couples. Yeah. And probably a little bit too much because sometimes <laughs> if um, couples see the flowers and they're not like screaming of joy, I'm like, what's wrong? You, you don't love them. <laughs> But I've never had that happen. Okay, once yeah. I had that happen, but never again. Only once. <laughs> <laughs> was it a fix though? Was it a fixer thing? Oh, uh, yeah, it was fixed. Oh, God. I uploaded a story about it at the time because I was so distraught about it. We sure. just, we both had a different understanding of what the flowers were going to be. I fixed it on the day, but I was sweating yeah. bullets, but it, it yep. was fixed. <laughs> cool. Hey, at the end of the day, as long as they're happy and they they get what they're, they're you were able to deliver what yeah. they're after. And that's the sort of service that we all want to give. It's not this, yeah. oh, well, we didn't understand each other. See you later. It's like, well, yeah, now there's a problem. I'm going to fix it for you. And going back to your earlier question, how you said, um, you know, what's something that you wish couples would know? Mm. I feel like I feel my, I would like couples to know just how passionate and much I enjoy what I do. Yeah. Cause I feel, you know, as you said before, with the wedding tax, as soon as you say it's a wedding, the reason that, um, I do what I do is because I want the couples to have a beautiful day. And I truly feel like the decor in your venue and in your um, ceremony space kind of adds to the day. And I feel like it can change the vibe of the day. Mm. So I wish that couples knew just how passionate I was and how much uh, time and effort goes into making sure that it's perfect. And unfortunately, as I said before, flowers are perfect. So when I quote you, I'm not over quoting you. <laughs> I'm quoting you exactly what it is worth. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Caroline, thank you so much. You definitely helped me understand uh, one aspect of the wedding industry that I had absolutely no idea about. So thank you for doing that. Uh, and I'll make sure that we put all the different links so people can find you and mm-hmm. uh, book you in for their wedding day. So thank you so much. For all the advice no thank given. you thank you so much for having me it's been great cool no worries so people please go check out um the flower district uh check out instagram there'll be beautiful pictures of all the flowers on there and uh have a chat to caroline
Cool. Thank All you. Right. Thanks, Caroline. And thank you everyone for listening. <laughs> Bye.